Good morning, church. Welcome to 2023. Good morning to those of you watching online because you decided to sleep in. I feel you. All right, those of you who are here with us, I'm so excited to worship you with you this year. Why don't you stand up? We're going to put our hands together and we're going to worship the Lord this morning.
good that we worship a God who is the same in 2022 as he is in 2023. And he's only ever good to us. He only wants what's best for us. Amen? Let's praise him this morning. I am my father's dream. He only looks on me with pride. Always so kind to me. He says I'm perfect in his eyes. Why should I ever doubt? Because he won't ever change his mind. Ever good, only ever good, only ever good to me. Only ever good, only ever good, only ever good to me. That's all you've ever been. That's all you're gonna be. Only ever good, only ever good, only ever good to me.
ever good to me. Only ever good, only ever good. Only ever good to me. That's all you've ever been. That's all you're gonna be. That's all you've ever been. That's all you're gonna be. That's all you've ever been. Only ever good, only ever good. He's only ever good to me. He's only ever good. Is our God good? Are his promises faithful? Oh, it is so good to worship the Lord with you this morning.
Praise. Wasn't that an awesome morning? What a way to start off 2023, worshiping our Lord, singing hallelujah. Y'all can have a seat. Thank you so much for being here this morning. Thanks for joining us. You could be anywhere else, literally anywhere else on New Year's Day, right? You guys were up late last night and you decided, hey, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to start off 2023, right? I'm going to give some worship to the Lord. I'm going to learn from him and, and, and join here. And, and the Bible says, uh, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And here we are. And so I'm so glad to be here with you. My name is Pastor Jeremy. I'm one of the pastors on staff here. And I just want to say welcome. Welcome. I'm glad that you're here in person. If you're online joining us, whenever you went ahead and clicked go on this video, I'm glad that you did today. Way to start 2023 off on an awesome foot. And um, so you made it. You made it here last night. How did you do last night? Were you all right? Did you stay up late? Did you watch the ball drop? you do that? The big question is, how did your dog do last night, right? All over America, dogs were crouching in the closets, hiding from all of the fireworks. I don't know, just give them a little extra treat today, a little extra love, because they had a hard night last night, right? But I'm glad that you're here, welcome. If you are a guest with us today, we're also so glad that you decided to join us today. We would love to say thank you for joining us. We have a gift for you out in the atrium if you're here. But if you'd like, you can help us connect with you and help us get you connected to some other great people at Anastasia Church. Text the word CONNECT to this number, 904-441-6900. You text the word CONNECT to that number and it'll bring up our digital connect card. And then you can fill that out. Let us know that you joined us today and then we can help you get connected to some great people today. I've got a couple of announcements for you. Are you ready? Okay, so January 11th, in just a couple of weeks, on Wednesday night, January 11th, we're gonna do an all church-wide worship night, a night of worship right here in the CLC. So I wanna invite you to come on down Wednesday night, invite a friend uh, for a night of worship. It's all gonna be about worshiping the Lord for who he is because he is worth everything and more than everything that we can give to him. The next week after that is gonna be January 18th and that's where we're gonna, when we're gonna start up all of our midweek services. So all of our, our normal exciting midweek services for children, for preschool, for students, for adults, men, women's ministry and all those Bible studies, it's all gonna happen um, starting back on January 18th. And then um, I wanna share with you our three ways to give. If you are a guest with us today, we're thankful that you're here. We don't want you, we don't want anything from you. We want something for you. So we hope that you've enjoyed the, the music and we're gonna hope that you enjoy the message and get something from God. But if you are here and you're a regular person and you'd like to give, there's three ways that you can do that. One is you can go online to our website, anastasiachurch.org. You can click the top, it says give. You can give right there. Or you can text the word give to that same number that I mentioned earlier, 904-441-6900, and that'll pull up a little portal to give. Or you can give in one of our offering boxes 
um, around um, the atrium and in the back in this way. So because of your generosity and because we're part of a church that, that, uh, that gives so well, we have passed the $5 million mark on our new building. And we're right into over $5.4 million for our new building. Yeah, let's give God some praise for that. It's all, it's all because of Him, right? And we're gonna be, we're that much closer to reaching new children, preschool, youth, families for His glory to build His kingdom, not ours. What a cool thing that is and a cool thing we can be a part of. But I want to pray for all, all of our giving right now because it's not about our dollars. It's about what God wants to do with it. And if we give, it's, 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 it's just money is temporary. But when we ask God to use it, it matters for eternity. Amen? So let me pray for that, and then, um, then we'll continue on with our service. God, we love you, and we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for the blessing to be able to come here to be able to join with other people that, that know you, that love you, to be able to be encouraged, to be able to hear from your word. Lord, I just thank you for this place that we can come and gather and worship you. You are worth so much more than anything that we can give you. And God, so we just pray that as we bring our offerings, we bring our tithes, as we are faithful to you, Lord, I pray that you will use our gifts, use our, our money, our, our offerings, for your glory. Do what only you can do with it, God. Multiply it for your kingdom, not to build ours, but to build your kingdom that lasts for eternity. So God, we pray that you will show up here and do what only you can do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Happy New Year. Isn't it great? 2023. The first thing you did this morning, the first activity you did, you came to church and you put Lord, the Lord at the front of this year. That's the best thing we can do. Amen? Amen. Amen. Glad you're here with us. Glad you're here with us online. You know, 2022, uh, I'm so glad it's gone, but it wasn't a bad year. God did amazing things in 2022. I mean, uh, if you look at the life of this church, uh, I, I'm looking back at what happened in 2022. We celebrated 50 years of amazing ministry here at this place. Do you remember that last February, everybody together? I mean, that's powerful. God has used us for, for a long time. I'm, I'm grateful for that. Also, in 2022, we broke ground on that new family ministry center. That's all God's grace. Yeah, praise God. Praise God. And as you heard Pastor Jeremy say, our youth pastor, uh, that just in this past week, we blew past that $5 million mark. So God is working at Anastasia. So grateful for that. Uh, 2022 has also been a challenging year, uh, and like it has been for, for many of you in your, your lives as well. I know uh, the first part of the year was financially challenging here at the church. Praise God, uh, through his grace and your generosity, we didn't end the year that way, but it started off financially challenging. Uh, we had yet another hurricane hit our area, and people in our church got, uh, uh, got damaged from hurricanes, and that was another challenging thing that happened in 2022. Uh, and then uh, also, one of our worship pastors, and I know a lot of you are keeping Pastor David Elder in your prayers, he was diagnosed with bone marrow cancer. He has an aggressive phone form of bone marrow cancer. He is getting treatment, and uh, praise God, we heard that he is responding well to the treatments, and, and they're optimistically looking forward to a bone marrow transplant in the, in the coming months, and they're, they're planning toward that, so, so praise God he's using that, but it's been a challenging year too, yeah. Keep, keep them in your prayers. Keep them in your prayers. 
send emails to, to abclovesdavid at gmail.com. And uh, they love every word that you can send to them. But uh, I want to make a prediction about what 2023 will bring, okay? Now, I don't have the gift of prophecy. But let me, let me tell you what I think is going to happen in 2023. I think it's going to be exactly like 2022, okay? Here's what's going to happen in 2023. Uh, we're going to see God working in an amazing way. I am going to be seeing miracles of the Lord. I'm expecting to see miracles of the Lord like I've seen every other year. I'm going to see him working. I'm going to see God's will being accomplished in 2023. I know that's going to happen. Let me tell you something else that's going to happen in 2023. It's going to be a challenging year. And in ways that I don't know, we're going to be challenged. And, and my faith is going to be tested. And your faith is going to be tested. But also in those challenges, God, God's faithfulness is going to be proven. I know that's what's going to happen in 2023. So I don't know what the events will be, but I know that God is still alive. He's working. He is powerful. And I want to stay close to him. Uh, I want to talk today about facing the new year. I mean, January 1st, I mean, you know, a little on the nose, but I want to talk about facing the new year, 2023. And I want to look at John chapter 13. And what we're doing is we're kicking off a series that's going to take us all the way to Easter. We're calling the series, Lead Me to the Cross. And I want to go through John 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17 as we go up to, to Easter and, and talk about those farewell words of Jesus, those very important things that he wanted to share with us. And I think in John 13, there's some very powerful things that God wants to share with us because Jesus, Jesus was preparing his disciples for the Passover in John 13, but he wasn't just preparing them for the Passover. He was preparing them for life in Christ without seeing Jesus physically. They, they were preparing, he was preparing them for a life of faith in the presence of Christ rather than, rather than being in his physical presence. And that was a big change for them because they were with Jesus for three years, just solid, just soaking that in. So he was preparing them to be without him physically, but also he was preparing them for the greatest miracles ever. I mean, he was preparing them in these chapters to see the resurrection. I mean, can you imagine witnessing the resurrection, the ascension? That's when Jesus Christ was taken back up into heaven to see the Holy Spirit come down on the earth, to see the birth of the church. They saw amazing miracles uh, that happened in that time. And Jesus was preparing them for all of that. And he was preparing them for some of the greatest challenges. Doubt. Persecution. Death. Those things that they dealt with, we're dealing with today. And Jesus was preparing them to deal with those things. And, and they were facing a new time. And, and Jesus is helping us to face a new reality. And the reality of living on the front lines of spiritual warfare. And before he did anything else, before he even said a word... The first thing he did was he washed the disciples' feet. I'd like you to stand with me in honor of God's word. This is a lengthy passage today, so if you're tired or you, your feet don't handle it, if you need to sit down, uh, you can certainly sit down. If you can stand in honor of God's word, hey, it's a new year. You know, embrace it. Okay. <clears throat> This is John 13. Now before the feast of the Passover, when John knew that his hour had, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, 
When the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. And then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, what, am I, what, I, what I am doing, you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered him, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. And then Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, the one who's bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean. And you're clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him that was why he had said, not all of you are clean. And when he washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, do you understand what I've done to you? You call me teacher and Lord. You're right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I've given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Truly, truly. I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Now I'm going to skip to verse 31. When he had gone out, this is Judas Iscariot. When Judas Iscariot had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. Little children, Yet a little while I'm with you, you will seek me. And just as I've said to the Jews, so now I also say to you, where I'm going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I've loved you, you are also to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Lord Jesus, I thank you for these words. Lord, I thank you for your example. Lord, I thank you for your patience. Lord, I thank you for your amazing wisdom. And Lord, I pray that your words would be imparted into us, that they would be planted into us, that they would grow and bear fruit, and that it would glorify you. In your precious name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, you may be seated. Powerful words. Powerful words. I imagine it's, it's kind of shocking to the disciples. It's kind of shocking to us. But, but what Jesus said, we've got to pour out the love. As you're moving into a new chapter of life, we need to pour out the love. Uh, let, let me share with you a common misconception. If I were to say to you, tell me the opposite of love, many of you say the opposite of love is hate. But can I tell you, that's a misconception. The opposite of love is not hate. As a matter of fact, there's a fine line between the intense, intense passion of love and the intense passion of hate. And sometimes it's hard to get the, the, the two separated and understand the difference between the two because they're so closely related. The opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is apathy. The absence of passion. The absence of emotion. The absence of caring. The opposite of love is apathy. You know, sometimes we go through our private pain and, and we're dealing with stuff and we don't think anybody else cares. We feel like we're going through our own personal tragedy. We feel like Ohio State on January 1st. <laughs> you know, we're, 
And we're surrounded by our needs. And, but, you know, we're always going to be surrounded by our needs. We always will be. And, and other people have their needs. And people are coming in day in and day out. And there, there's stuff going on. And it seems like others don't care. And 2023 could be this year of being overwhelmed. And, and you say, you know, I, I, just, I just don't care anymore. I just can't, I can't keep this up. Well, I want you to know, 2023 should not be a year of apathy. Don't let it be a year of apathy for you. Don't, don't let it be the year where I say, I don't care anymore. No one cares anymore. How do we face those intense needs? And how do we face that, that temptation just to, just to throw up our hands and not care anymore? And, and, and here's what I find in John chapter 13, starting at verse 31. It said, when he'd gone out, that's Judas. Judas had gone out to betray Jesus. I mean, if you, if you think J- Jesus was immune to feeling like no one ever cared, he's with his disciples. Here's someone getting ready to betray him, to, to betray him to his death. And he said, now is the Son of Man glorified. God is glorified in him. And if God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him, God will also glorify him in himself. So what had happened was Jesus saw that praise is the antidote to apathy. Praise is the antidote for apathy. You know, I mean, think about this. Jesus was facing the most brutal, uh, the most difficult undertaking ever in the history of the universe. Not only was he going to be killed, but he was going to take on all the weight and all the guilt of all of our sins. And it just seems like he was going to do that in front of this mob who was apathetic, ungrateful, and uncaring. And as he's dealing with all of this, he says, hey, now God's going to be glorified. The whole thing is, let's put the focus on praise to the Lord, okay? How can this be? Because Jesus knew that the antidote to apathy is praise. When I take my focus and I put it on the Lord, God makes everything else right. So this is the first thing I want you to write down in your sermon notes. Confront apathy with renewed praise. In a new year, renew the praise, and I think God will take care of all of that uncaring that may go on around you and even in your heart. And that may sound strange. It may sound strange in the face of a hostile and an uncaring world. It may sound strange praising God who put us here in the middle of the situation that we're in. But, you know, when when people see us facing the world head on with a heart and attitude of praise and joy, a world that is trapped in its own meaningless pursuits, it takes notice. I mean, Jesus Christ, he was on the cross and he was suffering for us. And when he finally died, it was a Roman soldier, someone who was not even a spiritual person. A Roman soldier said, surely this is the Son of God. And praise came up out of that. As Christians in later years, they were being persecuted by the Romans. And while they're being killed in, in, the, in the middle of the, of the ceremonies and, and, the, and the, um, in the stadiums that were there, they were singing praises to the Lord and people took notice. So how, we, how do we confront apathy? We confront it with praise. And so whatever I face, now is the time to praise God. And I just want to say, let 2023 be a year where you're going to renew your praise to God. I'm going to praise God this year. No matter what happens, I'm going to praise him. I'm going to look to him. I'm going to be grateful for everything he's done. I'm going to see how powerful he is. And I'm going to praise his name. I'm going to praise his presence. You know, my promise for 2023 is that whatever happens in this world Jesus is going to be glorified nothing is going to stop the glory of our father nothing's going to stop the glory of our lord okay and I can either go against that or walk away from that or I can just join in I'm going to join in 
And in 2023, for me, it's going to be a year of praise. And, and, and whatever happens, I know that God is going to be watching over me. I, I claim that promise in Romans 8, 28. It says this, we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose, he's going to work things out. I'm just going to trust him. I'm going to praise him. Uh, nothing's going to stop the ongoing praise of our Lord and Savior. Next thing I want to share comes from verse 33. Jesus says, little children. Do you realize this is the only place in the gospel where Jesus called his disciples little children? Only place. Little children. Yet a little while I'm with you. You'll seek me. And just as I said to the Jews, now I also say to you where I'm going, you cannot come. Okay. Only place in the, in the place where he, in the gospels where he calls the disciples little children. He said, little children, I'm going to go away. And they start acting like children. What do you mean you're going away? Are you Emmanuel, God with us? Okay, what do you mean you're going away and we can't see you and we can't go with you? You know, can you imagine experiencing the physical presence of Jesus day in and day out for three years? And then he says, okay, party's over. This, this, this chapter is gonna come to an end. You know, it's, it's taken away. You know, we're created for fellowship with God. I don't know what it's like to be in the unveiled presence of Jesus. One day, I'm going to see it. One day, I'm going to be in his presence. One day, I'm going to see that. But right now, I haven't, I, I haven't experienced that yet. But, but can you imagine experiencing that for three years and then it's suddenly taken away? You know, we're created for fellowship with God. We're created to be in his presence. We're created uh, to, to just crave being in his presence. And, and we're wired that way. And one of the struggles is that we want to see Jesus, but we physically can't. And you know, I think because of that, we miss the face of Jesus. I think we're created to miss the face of Jesus, to long to find the, the face of Jesus. And how do I handle that? And that's my next point. Handle missing the face of Jesus with fresh expectation of his return. Fresh expectation of his return. Anticipating seeing the presence of Jesus, knowing that it's going to happen. Jesus is with us right now. The Holy Spirit is with us. He sent the Holy Spirit with us, even though he misses face, even though he misses face. And Jesus also said, I'm going to be with you even to the ends of the age. So I know that the presence of the Lord is with us. I just can't see his face. Don't worry. We're going to see his face. Okay, we're going to see his face. He's going to come again, or we're going to be in heaven, okay? And how can I be so sure? Well, one, because God is faithful. He always keeps his promises. And the second reason I know I'm going to see his face is because I have read the end of the book. I have read Revelation all the way to the end. I've read the end of the book, you know. Uh, he tells us we're going to be in his presence again. You look at Revelation 22, that last chapter, and, and I want to read a little bit here. In Revelation 22, verse 1, it says, Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. And so through the middle of the street of the city, also on either side of the river, the tree of life with its 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations and no longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the lamb will be in it and his servants will worship him and they will see his face. We're going to see the face of Jesus. Amen. 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 So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to handle missing the face of Jesus by expecting his return. 
I want to expect his return. I want to be living in expectation in 2023 that Jesus Christ could come any minute. I want to live in that kind of anticipation. That's what I'm going to look for. So 2023, as we face what we have to face, it's going to be a year of praise. It's going to be a year of expecting to see the face of Jesus. Next thing I want to share with you comes from verse 34. A new commandment I give to you that you love one another. Get this. Just as I have loved Let Jesus love you the way he decides to love you. Love one another just as I have loved you. Not just the way you want to be loved. You, you know about the love languages, okay? And there, there are different kinds of love languages. And we tend to want to receive love the way we like to give love. That's just how we are, we are wired. And we tend to show people love the way we want to get it back. But, but Jesus has a love language. And, and we need to receive the love that Jesus has the way he wants to express his love. It's his gift to you. And God may share with you some love in some very strange ways. And you may not think it's love. But it's Jesus sharing love. Just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. So receive Jesus' gift of a clean start. One of the ways he's loving you, he's going to give you a clean start. Whatever happened last year, yesterday, it doesn't matter. Today is the day the Lord's made. Today is the day that we're going to follow him. Receive that gift of a clean start. How did Jesus show that? Well, well, he washed their feet before Jesus said a single word. He, he, he put a towel around his waist. He knelt down and washed the disciples' feet. That's what it says in, in, in verse 12. And when he when he'd finished on verse 12, he said he washed their feet. He put on his outer garments. And then he started talking to them. He loved on them. And we don't do this very often. But uh, I think every so often it's good for us to practice what Jesus told us to practice. And, and uh, I've asked some people to come up here. I, I'd like to ask uh, uh, Jimmy Robshaw. And Kim Robshaw to come up here, please. And they've been so gracious. They've agreed to let me wash their feet. Now, you know, for some, how did, how did that make you feel when I said that? A little uncomfortable, right? Yeah, y'all come, y'all come right up here and, and take a seat up here. And, you know, sometimes, and, you know, it's, it's an act of love. But this isn't something that we're comfortable doing. No one you know, likes to have their feet washed unless you're going to get a pedicure and, and they, you're paying the money to do that. So here, I'm going to let you lift your feet up here just a second. Thank you very much. There we go. Because, you know, we don't, like to, we don't like to show people our feet often, you know. I'm going to take your shoes off here. There we go. Thank you so much. All right. We'll just slide those off there. You know, because we, like we like to really, we tend to celebrate the shoes, right? Celebrate the shoes rather than look at the soles of our feet, right? And so, so that's, that's what we like to do. And, and, you know, Peter was reluctant. He didn't want to take off his shoes for Jesus. He didn't want to be, wanted to wash their feet. But Jesus was giving them an example. And Jesus said to him, just as I've loved you, you're to love one another. God bless you.
Jesus said, just as I have loved you, you are to love one another. And God said, you need to receive my love if you're going to give that love. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this. I appreciate that. And humbling yourself to be a part of this. Let's give them a hand. If you want to share the love of Jesus, you got to receive the love of Jesus. If you want to share the gospel of Jesus, you got to receive the gospel of Jesus. You got to receive the love like he wants to give you the love. And and that's that's the message here. Jesus said, I want to love, you need to love one another just as I've loved you. Well, here's how Jesus loved you. He died on the cross for your sins. And you got to give that over to you. You got to take off all the pretty outer covering of your heart and be vulnerable. We, we like to, we like to uh, focus and celebrate on the cute boots and the nice things, the things that look on the outside. But Jesus wants to look on the inside where the soul is. And he wants you to bring it clean there. So, so I just want to say receive the love of Jesus the way he wants you to receive it. And then once you receive it, be an example of his love. Look at verse 35. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Become an example of Jesus' love. See, Jesus takes what needs there are, and he's going to meet them in 2023. He may not meet them the way we expect him to meet them, but he's going to meet them in 2023. I don't know what you're going to go through. But I know that if you're going to fail, I don't know what I'm going to go through. I don't know what this church is going to go through. I don't know what this nation is going to go through. But I know as I'm going to face this, I'm going to face this nation praising the Lord. I'm, 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 going, to face, I'm going to face this seeking his wisdom. I'm going to face this year receiving what Jesus wants to give me. I'm going to face this year sharing the love as an outpouring of what Jesus puts into me. And that's my prayer for all of you. I pray Do you all receive that and do you all give that in 2023? That this year would be an amazing year in the power of Jesus in your heart. Amen? Amen. 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 Would you pray with me, please? Lord Jesus, I thank you so much. Lord, that that you're going to make a difference in our life just as you have this past year. And Lord, it has been challenging. But it's also been good to be in your presence. Lord Jesus, I pray for someone here that is facing a year, uh, Lord, uh, of challenges that are so strong, Lord, so overwhelming that they don't know what to do. Lord, I'm praying right now in the power of your name, Lord, that they are seeking your face. Lord Jesus, I'm praying if there's someone here that's stepping out into this new year and they're not, they don't have that faith in you, Lord, they, they don't know what it means to be forgiven, Lord, that this is a year of a clean start. Lord Jesus, I pray that this would be a year of praise, giving you all the glory. Lord, I pray that this is the year we see your face. Lord, we see you face to face. Lord, that we see you doing things we know only you can do. And Lord, all the glory given to you. Lord, I pray that you'd move among us in a very powerful way. Lord, move our hearts, move our attitudes, move our bodies, Lord. And Lord, help us to move this world in your name. And it's in your name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. I invite you to stand right now. If the Lord is calling you to make a step public, 
in your faith, I just encourage you to do it. This is January 1. This is a new year. This altar is open. This is a great time to come and say, Lord, this is what I'm dedicating to you. I'm dedicating my time. I'm dedicating my talents. I'm dedicating my treasures. Lord, I'm dedicating my children. I'm dedicating my neighbors to you, Lord. This is a time to come and pray. It's a time for a new start. It's a time to put Jesus at the center. If you want to receive Jesus as your Lord, we have counselors that are ready. We will help you take that next step of faith and to God be the glory. Amen? Amen.
promises are new each and every morning. That every new day and in this new year is a new opportunity to just embrace the love that you have for us. God, we're so thankful that you are so good to us. We love you and we praise you this morning. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Happy New Year.